Hi, this is Flo and this is Tanvi. So we are on a summer break, but we decided to watch some some of our favorite old movies and do an episode just because we can. And in this episode, we are talking about Gulzar and his work as a director. Oh my god, Gulzar. And I have to start my sentence with oh my god. This has been like I'm trying to stop using oh my god and I just can't. Because Gulzar is oh my god for you, right? He is god in writing for sure. Like I have been his fan ever since I can remember. I am a big big fan of lyricists because songs and their words mean a lot to me and I think to everybody who listens to songs, you know, their meaning means a lot. And Gulzar's words have had an impact on me and i feel like as a human being i am somebody who i am because of his songs and his words so i'm so excited that we are talking about gulzar he is a person who wears a lot of uh, hats he's been in the industry since 1963 he started as a lyricist for a movie called bandini and he's been working as a film director as a musician as a screenwriter producer author Among all of this he's produced so much work he's been in the industry for so long and he is somebody who's who continues to be relevant at the age of 83 and his lyrics are something which everybody knows in, even if they don't realize like songs from Dil Se songs from um, oh my god now i won't remember anything <laughs> of course <laughs> Songs from Satya, songs from Omkara, Asoka, Ravan, Sadma, Marches, Satya, like all of these songs recently from uh, Mirzia and I think a movie which is coming out, Surma. Yeah. And also for non-Bollywood listeners, he also collaborated with Rahman for Jai Ho, Slumdog Millionaire. A lot of this work, we don't even realize. His work like from 60s, 70s is known for like melodies where he wrote really, really beautiful lyrics like Mora Gora Ang Lelo, Hamne Dekhi Hai In Aakho Me Mehti Hui, Khushbu from Musafir Huryaro, my favorite Mera Kuch Saman and then what he's known for in popular culture is Chaya Chaya, Kajrare, Bidi Jalailo, Golimar Bheje Me and Jai Ho which is of course a worldwide hit. You know, he he's he's worked on like a, such a huge spectrum he gets done like work from both sides and again there are some of the most romantic songs that i love from like his work so i can go on and on but i need to stop so that we can talk about other things so yeah that's gulzar for you in a nutshell and he is just a genius in terms of words yeah he is and uh, sutanvi uh, since you're such a big gulzar fan out of all these hats that he wears amazingly well which is your favorite part of gulzar you know is it the poet part is it the lyricist part which part i would say poet like some of his poems which are published and he writes both in hindi urdu and various other languages which unfortunately i don't speak so i have to like read them translated but as a poet i think he's uh, excellent as a poet and i think that's his favorite thing to do as well like if uh, you know what i can tell from his interviews he really likes writing poems the most which you know kind of goes into doing shayari as well and then lyricist also kind of weaves into that like you know writing songs is also kind of poetry like if you were to read his lyrics without the music they kind of sound like poems 
But yeah, my favorite is him as a poet and a lyricist, hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah, and for me, it's like just the name, right? Some people are just born with that name, you know, that they are meant to be. Like just the name Gulzar is so poetic. It's just so synonymous with poetry. It just sounds so beautiful. You know, actually, his real name Uh-oh. is Sampuran Singh Kalra. Uh oh. <laughs> and Gulzar is a pen name he gave to himself because uh, he's uh, somebody who you know he's a child of. partition like he was born in uh, pakistan and he moved to india during partition and his father didn't approve of writing because naturally you know he didn't think that he's going to make money out of it and what not so he kind of started writing under the name of gulzar and then he continued to keep that as like and then he just became gulzar i did not know that oh my god i just assume because rakhi gulzar and megna gulzar i assume his yeah. last name is gulzar okay good to know no he's actually a sardar like he's a punjabi hmm. he's like his name is sampuran singh ah, kalra oh wow okay but yeah that is like a long time ago he's not used that name in like 60 years or something yeah and one of the things that he really likes doing is also writing for children he's written a lot of children books and right now he like kind of Uh, retired from directing so that he could do all this like work for children and do translation of books by Tagore and other regional writers and a lot of people probably don't know but you know that song i don't know in school we used to sing this song humko man ki shakti dena it's written by him oh my it was gosh. written for a movie yeah uh, he wrote it for a movie and he wrote it so that you know he wanted to give a song which children could actually sing and then there's a you know that mogli song chaddi pe phool khila hai that is written by him oh as God. well and of course everybody knows the masoom song lakdi ki kaathi yeah so that's written by him as well so he actually he enjoys children a lot and he likes writing for children a lot which i feel like he's one of the few people who does in hindi or in urdu uh, people do it in other regional languages but not necessarily in hindi so yeah okay enough with this fan fest <laughs> let's get into our movies since it's movie wala podcast yes so let's dive into the three movies that we pick um just because we can we pick those <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we based it on anything apart from the fact that we we love these movies. So the first pick was Koshish that was 1972 and Mossam and Aandhi was 1975. Oh they both are 1975? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, these are the three movies that we picked and we watched for this particular episode. So yeah. So it's going to be a little different for us because we are going to talk about it from a director's perspective and Yeah. So so I think the common theme in all of these movies uh was relationships. Yeah. Right. And uh, that they all had Sanjeev Kumar. We didn't plan that. <laughs> yeah, it just happened. <laughs> But the lead it just happened. Yeah. So what do you think like what do you think about Gulzar's take on relationships? Like, you know, he he kind of uh, ventured into three different kind of mm-hmm. relationships in these three movies. So, what do you think about all three of them? So, yeah, it is true. I mean, all three uh, movies, I think the common thread was relationships. Uh the first one Koshish was about a relationship between a husband and wife who are deaf and mute. Uh so it was basically about them and it takes them through their marriage and then, you know, later in the years, maybe like 20, 30 years into the marriage. And then even Mossam and Aandhi is about marriage, uh relationships. Mossam is about it's about unfulfilled love. A couple they're in love and they are not able to get married because of circumstances and then he comes back to the town that he met his love of his life. And unfortunately, he can't meet her because she's no more. But then he gets to, gets to meet her daughter. So it's about their relationship. 
And Andhi is like a, a relationship where egos clash, like, you know, how world was in 1975, probably, where a woman wants to be independent. She wants, she has dreams, she wants to go for them. But the man is like, no, you're supposed to stay at home. And how, But they still love each other and how that plays out. Um, and Andhi is like unofficially inspired by Indira Gandhi, who was India's prime minister for like a long time back then. Um, but they never said it because India is a sensitive country. And you- so it's an unofficial adaptation of Indira Gandhi's life. How did you feel like the relationships played out between all of these characters? Because he's primarily a poet, right? And poets, they romanticize everything. So I felt like, you know, watching all these three movies, it totally reflected on all these movies. You know, he kind of romanticizes certain things that, you know, we in real life would wish that would happen in in the sense, like a Mossam, for example. It was about uh, two people who are in love, but they can't be together. And 20 years later, this guy comes back to the same town. You know, like these are situations where in real life, people would be like, I wish 20 years from now, I would bump into my ex or the love of your life, you know, and then wonder what would happen, you know. So I feel like all these three movies, Gulzar kind of tried to portray that, you know, what would happen, you know, all the would have been's or could have been's. That happens when, you know, a relationship falls apart and then they get to meet like 20 or 30 years later. You know, that's what I feel. Actually, that's interesting because that is one theme that has reoccurred mm. in a lot of Gulzar movies. Like, of course, uh, keeping Koshish aside because there they don't have to like yeah. meet again. But yes, like you said, Mossam and even uh, Andhi and again in Ijazat, mm. where, you know, you kind of always feel like, yes, you're going to bump into your ex yeah. at some point. And in this, even if, you know, the stories might or might not, like you might or might not bump into your ex, but the stories revolve around the lover coming back to kind of either reconnect or you bumping into your ex. So yeah, you're absolutely right. I feel like the way I perceive Gulzar is like he's optimistically nostalgic. You know, there is this, there is this feeling like even today, uh, when I was listening to some of his songs, I have not had any of those circumstances, right? Like the songs he writes about, there are some songs that you feel like, yeah, you can relate to. There are other songs where he's talking about lovers parting or husband and wife falling apart. None of that has happened to me. (laughs) So there's no like experience that I can relate to, but I can feel the pain through his words. And it's not a sad pain for me, at least. It's that piercing, optimistic, nostalgic pain. He's like perfectly optimistic about this love that didn't fulfill. Yeah, I know. Like, I feel that is the beauty of being a great poet, right? You romanticize things and you don't make it sound too negative. You know, you romanticize it in a way that it just beautifully sad. (laughs) That's what he does. You know, yeah, that's what I saw in his movies. It's just beautifully so sad, (laughs) but it's just beautiful to watch and feel, you know. Yeah. So, of course, like the relationship parts, like I feel Gulzar gets a certain Mm. element of relationships, which a lot of, you know, every movie maker has his or her own strength. Mm. And I feel Gulzar's strength lies in picking up the nuances of a relationship, Mm. which, and and it's not always just heartbreak or sad. I feel like even when the husband and wife are having naughty scenes, like Mm. even like, you know, in Andhi, when he shows that they are like having a playful, like a... 
you know she kind of puts his finger in the t- to wake him up tea, yeah <laughs> to wake him up and that's like you know it must be painful i can't imagine putting my finger in a burning hot or when like in koshish when they are deaf and mute mm. but they are still being funny with each other which was i feel like koshish is such a beautiful film because he was able to convey all of this uh, without any words and without you know you could tell that sanjeev kumar is a lighthearted jovial funny husband and that jab hadri is a naive docile person you know you that personality of course that goes a long way to show how good actors they are yeah but also the director right yeah and the writing because gulzar writes his own movies and the dialogues and the screenplay so you know that you know it's his writing and these good actors that is kind of like giving him and in his interviews he's said like he, Jaya Bachchan Jaya Bhadri that time I keep calling her Jaya Bachchan now and Sanjeev Kumar were like few of his favorite actors to work with along with Nasiruddin Shah and he's like he's um he's often said like they were his anchors because they never doubted him like you know he he is somebody like when you see his interviews you come he comes across as somebody who is like a absolute no bullshit person right like he doesn't go around he is uh, notoriously known for uh, like i'm going to deviate a yeah, bit yeah, over sure. here but like when people would go to him to write lyrics and you know how this people want a popular song they want a item number or something and gulzar is like i many likhta item number i don't know how to write item number although he's written so many good songs right like what i said in the morning kajrare and bd jalai you know he's like if it happens it happens but i can't give you a hit song or something like that so when a producer would come and say ke you know hame ek hook line de do ya whatever like give us a song with a very pop he shows them the door and says get up like go away wow even when he was like writing that song like uh, chaddi pehen ke phool khilaye apparently the producer of that show was not happy with the use of chaddi which means underwear oh god that's what makes it so endearing <laughs> exactly and, uh, but he was like you know we can't put that that was going to come on doordarshan and he's like we can't use the word chaddi on doordarshan he's like he's mogli what is mogli wearing he's like chaddi so he's like what is the big deal so he kind of like went away he said i'm not going to write the song if like he's so like adamant on what he he knows what he wants yeah, to yeah. do and he would like go away and then at that time for the children's film board jab bhadri was the head or the whatever the person and when she came to know she brought gulzar back and they ended up using chaddi and then it became like i think it's got some world record or some kind of a thing because it became such a hit song i like there are numerous stories like this where people have not believed in that word and he's been like no i'm going to use that word so yeah but do you're going back to the movies like how you know he has such a great way of doing the comedy as well mm. not just the re- showing relationship in the form of heartbreak but also showing relationship in the form of uh, you know having a banter or fighting or teasing each other which happens in koshish it exactly. happens in andhi yeah i was going to i texted you remember i said oh he's shown this female character as someone with a good sense of humor you know if i look back i really don't think there are any movies that shows a woman having a good sense of humor at least at that point of time this was made in 1975 right mm-hmm. and even sanjeev kumar the husband he loves her because of her sense of humor you know one of the things that he loves about her is her sense of humor which doesn't happen that much so it was so well written for a woman yeah i yeah i agree even in his other movies like even if you were to like see other movies like marches or uh, now i'm not going to remember what other movies he's done <laughs> wait yeah like even like marches mm. or libas or andhi of course khushboo the women are always strong but i feel like you know the um, the interpretation of strong women back then i'm sure this 
felt strong and forward back then mm. and it still does today but there were elements in all of these movies that made me cringe like of course i know gulzar is god right but even god does mistakes so <laughs> all of these movies they had these one or the other scene where i felt like oh my god this is so misogynist or this is so sexist or like why is this character being yeah. portrayed like that did you feel that did yeah. you feel like that um i felt that way but then when i was watching andi right i felt like it's so remember sometimes you uh, you know we uh, we have I, i think spoken about it in previous episodes where we talk about you know suddenly we are questioning the director himself as in is is this what he actually thought of women's role in real life you know but with gulzar i felt like you know that is not what he thought of in real life because in andi he shows sanjeev kumar as this chauvinist stupid man but then yeah you know the 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 father of the girl in andhi is shown as somebody who's very smart he's not a chauvinist dad he wants his daughter not just to get married and have kids but he wants his daughter also to do something with her life so i felt like you know he did not actually perceive a women you know what i'm saying you know so i felt, felt like he kind of wrote this kind of man and that kind of man so so i i really think he was very progressive in his thinking it's not like he wanted to say what sanjeev kumar did is right because with some movies we do feel that you know maybe the director actually thought that you know women's role is in the kitchen but with him i didn't feel that way because of, only because he showed two different men yeah no i i completely agree with you i don't think that he thinks that women's role is in um of course like you know uh but i felt like there were like hints of it like in this one of course he was uh, showing that what how sanjeev kumar is treating suchitra sen is wrong so yes, yes in this is fine but however in mossam you know uh, sharmila tagore's character is shown like she's gone into the trade uh, you know what her prostitution and she explains her whole story like she tells him exactly yes. how she got into this business and he, in spite of that he blames her like you know he wants to give better life to her he wants to convince her to leave this and give him give her resources to do something else but if she kind of like if she's reluctant or mm. she's cynical and she doesn't trust him he shouts at her and then yeah. he kind of tries to convince her by putting the blame on her that yeah. you you know you chose this like yeah. you do you think your said, dad will be happy or your mom will be happy seeing you like this you know yeah uh, yeah. yeah so i mean this is what comes to my mind right now but there were like hints of mm. these kind of like small nuances so i felt like 100 there's nobody who's 100% i think we've said this as well in our previous episodes like even including you and i right like we are not ever going to be like 100% completely progressive or completely regressive or completely something we all have like hints and layers of things and you know so sometimes i feel like and this is something i've seen in his work like of course majority of his work is way progressive and way ahead mm. of its time but there are like always these things where women are shown a certain way or like there are only certain professions those women will have and again the same thing like about the clothing they're all always in indian and of course which i love but then there none of them are ever in anything else other than you know indian clothing and all of that so yeah i mean but having said that but still those are, these are all like amazing stories these are stories which nobody else was telling at that you know that way it's so, interesting because we as we were watching these three movies together you know i was just thinking even now i don't feel uh, like we indian movies have a lot of movies which only talk about relationships i i i really don't think there is any like that like these kind of movies that you know we've been watching of gulzar yeah i think the only closest which comes is when uh, you know the short stories mm. that you can see not a movie not a full fledged out and out 
मूवी एंड इवन दीज मूवीज बैक देन वर कॉल्ड न्यू एज सिनेमा और पैरल सिनेमा और आर्ट मूवी बट इवन इन दैट स्पेक्ट्रम इन टूडेज मूवीज नो यू यू सी दम इन लास्ट स्टोरीज अटल बेट विच इज लाइक ऑन नेटफ्लिक्स ओरिजिनल और यूल सी दम इन अदर स्मॉल लाइक ट्वेंटी मिनट शॉर्ट स्टोरी मूवीज बट या यूर राइट देर इज नो बडी आई थिंक द ओनली अदर पर्सन हु डिड क्लोज टू दिस नॉट आई मीन ही हैज इज ओन लैंग्वेज ऑफ डिरेक्शन इज महेश भट्ट यू नो हू एक्सप्लोर रिलेशनशिप्स बट इन अ कम्प्लीटली डिफरेंट वे बट स्टिल you know that's true uh, as sensitive and as close but yeah other than mahesh bhat and gulzar i can't think of anybody who explored really intimate human relationships which could be between any two people right because there's other movies which are like you know there's like uh, gulzar's movie called parichay in which again sanjeev kumar is there but he is jaya bhadri's father and so just in the i mean again like just to praise sanjeev kumar here for a bit like the work he did like just in parichay he's playing jaya bhadri's father and then in koshish he's playing her husband and then in other two movies in like uh, sharma uh, the mausam he's playing sharmila tagore's lover as well as a father figure uh, he's just genius he's brilliant refreshing it is so refreshing to see like a normal real shape man like not that other shapes are not real but like a <laughs> you know a normal average looking man play a hero in hindi movies because i don't know any other hindi movie actor who looks like sanjeev kumar and was as popular mm. and he was like popular in both parallel cinema so to say and mainstream cinema true what did you think about the sound the background sound that, that is one thing we noticed we yeah. did yeah one thing we noticed was after all the blaring you know we have complained about it in previous episodes with some new movies like especially 90s and 80s movies we were like oh my god the background music is so loud but then one thing we noticed was as we were watching all these three movies we were like wow it's so soothing there's no harsh sound the background sound and most of the sound i felt like he used the real life sound you know like like one of the things that i noticed in all the three movies was whenever there would be like scenes taken at night there will be nothing there'll be just these dialogues and in the background you'll hear these crickets you know which is very typical yeah. of you know like maybe indian nights i don't know tropical nights i guess you know you'll hear these little crickets in the background it's so beautiful yeah that's one thing i noticed in all the three movies yeah i i agree i i, I actually liked the absence of background music yeah. because in a lot of like even in the 70s the pot boilers had like you know uh, like the amar akbar anthony and all of those they had like big background music which is fine but in this you know just um, like when we were watching mausam it's mm. just the movie opens and then there's like mountains and then there's the sound of a car so you know that the car has arrived and it parks and then there's little like shuffling of leaves so you know that you know it's morning and just simplicity of storytelling like how it would probably be in theater where you just set the scene uh, with minimal sound sound and a minimal you know shebang and the scene just starts yeah. i just felt all of these movies of course when you see them from like today's all the technology that is out there of course it could do with better editing it could do with better storytelling but i just loved the absence of music yeah. i just loved that sometimes silence was enough 
Absolutely. And mm. also, it's interesting that you're saying that, you know, his main theme is always about relationships. I feel like silence speaks a thousand words. Because in relationships, you know, when you're just quiet, when you're just quiet and not saying anything, or when you're having a fight and it's just quiet, you know, like it happens in real life, you know, just the words, it speaks so much more, right? Without the, uh, without any sound. So I felt like it was just perfect, you know, when, you're to- when he's talking about relationships. You know, I hope he listens to our podcast because I have listened, I've heard several of his interviews and he he actually thinks that his movies were very verbose that you know he used too many words in his movies and the reason he said that is is because he felt you know when somebody would do a gesture he's like bol bhi dete hai just in case audience ko samajh nahi aaya you know <laughs> so he was like uh, yeah you're acting it but just say it as well just so the audience doesn't miss it uh, so but i don't feel like that because i felt like especially when i watched Ijazat, which I've watched like a million times, I think a million times. You know, there's this, you're sitting in the train station, uh, like when they're sitting in the train station and Rekha is just like, you know, she doesn't say a single thing. She just looks like, you know, I, I don't know. I, okay, guys, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Ijazat and if you plan to, do not listen further because I'm going to ruin your movie watching experience. So yeah, but yeah, so like, you know, Nasiruddin Shah is gone to take shower or whatever and he's left his suitcase open and she is his ex-wife, but because, you know, she can't help herself because those relationships relationship feelings just come back and she hasn't said a single word and neither has Nasir said a single word and she just makes faces and then she gets up and she starts packing his stuff there are no words they're like such long scenes in that uh, movie where there are no words so I was like surprised that you know Gulzar thinks that his movies were verbose he should listen to this yeah no your movies were not verbose they were just right amount of words I wanted to listen yeah to. <laughs> so yeah Okay, so moving on to scenes. How? What did you think like uh, about scene transitions and how he builds his scene up? Yeah, because, you know, most of his movies, I feel, I mean, not most of them, but I think a f- quite a few of them have stories which are like which keeps going back and forth you know like from to yeah. the past and then comes back to the present and then it goes back to the past so I felt like you know given the transition from you know the past to the present was really nice especially in Andi I remember like you know there's this scene where they're just having tea they're older and then they meet after a long time and then he he yeah. just thinks about this tea scene you know when they're newlyweds you know so then it goes back to the past and then something happens in the past and then he, she, he drops the tea and then, you know, they move to the present where, you know, he almost feels like, you know, the tea is falling down or, you yeah, know, the teacup yeah. is falling down. So I thought it was really beautiful, you know, the present and the past, it, it's it's really smooth. And he tries to connect, you know, both the things. So, you know, the timeline. Yeah. yeah. What did you think about it? Yeah, I, I think, you know, naturally, like a lot of his movies are made on small budget. So I feel like that plays one role in like, you know, having contained environment and having smaller sets and fewer locations but those play out so well because if the story is good and the dialogues are good like you know they're engaging the audience I feel like everything else kind of stops mattering Mm. another thing I remember from his interview is like he said his movies like he his opinion on the movies of that time his Mm. own movies included as well as other movies is like those movies were not they were mostly fiction and the characters and the stories were all fiction whereas the today's cinema is very much in touch with how our world is today so he's like uh, as a storyteller the audience was not ready to take they didn't want to see reality they wanted to see a fiction even even if it was a relationship movie they wanted to see a relationship which was not something they see in everyday life so you know a relationship between a estranged husband or a divorce which was not common in our society or 
you know, lovers, which was again not common, wasn't spoken about much. So his uh, take is that there were stories and things that was not very relatable to people in everyday life. They wanted to see those things. So those the movies of those times are not based on reality. But as a creative person who writes and who creates content for cinema, he wanted to, he's like, you leave your footprint in terms of creating situations which are true to the, those times. But the mm. stories and characters are not. So I felt Andhi is a good example of that. That, you know, in 1975, he's talking about the political scenario. And he's talking about how women are seen and how men treat women in those times. But having said that, that story, he feels like the relationships might not be something which is very shown in a very realistic way. Because he, he was comparing his work to his daughter's work. And he felt like his daughter's work is... He's like, he, they couldn't have made a talwar, which is like based on a real case. Or like how she's made Razi, which is based on a real spy. So it's like in those times, even if you're making something like how Aanti is based on Indira Gandhi's life, but they couldn't come out and say it. They had to kind of fictionalize the story to make sure like, and that's why I think they put a scene where the father, when the father in Aanti is addressing Suchitra Sen, they put a a picture of Indira Gandhi and Jawaharlal Nehru on the thing and say that I wanted you to become her like I wanted you to become Indira Gandhi so they kind of separated her that this is not the story of Indira Gandhi you know oh that's interesting and how about dialogues do you have like any like you know Hindi movie dialogues did Gulzar do any justice to the dialogues remember this one dialogue in Andhi when um, you know we love Gulzar for his words right so apparently Gulzar's hmm. real wife real life wife uh, Rakhi obviously you know I think she fell in love with him Precisely because of that. Because Rakhi has actually told Gulza that, you know, if you were not a poet, you would be really boring. And in Andi, uh, she, uh, you know, she uses that same dialogue on, on Sanjeev Kumar. I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, that is actually very true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poets lead a very boring life. He does, you know. He wakes up, like, so he, he wakes up every day uh, before sunrise and he does yoga. And then he plays tennis for an hour, even today at the age of 83. And then uh, he writes every single day from 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. And that's what he says. Like, if you want to be a good writer, if you want the words to find you, you have to put in the work. Like, the words won't just come to you. So he's like, he, he he's like, doesn't matter whether you're writing good or bad. You just have to. So he just sits at his desk and writes. So he might whatever comes to his mind and he's like it just requires discipline and then after 5 I think 5.30 to 7.30 he plays with his grandson uh, you know Meghna's son and then he goes to bed he has his dinner and goes to wow. bed so he does lead a very boring <laughs> life so to say so yeah I, I, I found it interesting that he actually used you know, that sentence what did you think of the dialogues <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have a long list of dialogues that you love yeah, but I, yeah, I, I won't bore everybody. Like, I think people should actually watch his movies. And it's like, I like that the dialogues are so colloquial. Like, you know, they are just something, uh, I feel like they are, they aren't a standout dialogue. It's not some, like, it's not, there are no dialogues that I can use in my real life to say something to my, you know. Yeah, there are no filmy dialogues. Yeah. It's not like Tunna and Munna and <laughs> Pajama Chap. But, um, but all of his uh, words, you know, they always have more than one meaning. Like, you know, coming, uh, one of the ones from Andhi is 
when she suchitra sen is meeting her estranged husband after a, like 9 years or something you know she says tum bilkul nahi badle you haven't changed at all and he says nahi thoda kamzor ho gaya hu i think i've lost weight or i've become weak and he's like kamzor to tum kabhi bhi nahi the thode duble ho gaye ho which means that you were never weak but maybe you've lost a little weight so you know kamzor in hindi or urdu would mean weak or mean somebody who's lost weight you could use that word in like both sentences so this is what gulzar does with a lot of his songs as well as dialogues which is like this is just one of them but there's like i just feel like he just uh, he just plays with them so well and he captures the emotion so well like another one is like when she asks him like when rekha in ijazat asks uh, nasiruddin shah like you know where she, does he live like does he still live at uh, the same house that they used to live in so she'll ask him wahi rehte ho do you live there and uh, he's like wahi pe hu lekin sab kuch wahan nahi hai so you know he says yes i'm i'm still there but everything is not still there so you know i just feel like you have to watch this movies i mean you have to watch his movies with like i wouldn't say like complete concentration but you kind of have to like watch them when you are like at ease and you can pay attention to things because all of his sentences are going to have a hidden meaning behind it yeah and i like die for those meanings like those are the reasons i watch these movies yeah. for so yeah i love the dialogues i love everything yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh and also like who are interested in fashion watch andi just for her sarees every saree i wouldn't mind having it in my wardrobe even jaya bhadri saree in koshish mm. they are simple i feel like uh, i think we can also talk about jaya bhadri a bit because she has done a lot of movies with mm. gulzar and in general i feel like she does not get her due amita bachchan takes all the limelight like he hogs it all like you know let it shine on me shine on me shine on me. he won't give up but you know jaya bhadri is so understated i think we spoke about this in uh, when we spoke about bavarchi mm. but jaya bhadri's character even in koshish is somebody a simple girl who can't talk who can't hear and she is able to communicate perfectly she has that perfect innocent face you know and something like again repeating myself but she doesn't need any frills to communicate what she wants to say um yeah i feel like she needs to get her due and actually back like i think there's been a while i had even seen her do a play once mm. i forgot the name of the play and she was fabulous like she was so good so good i was not expecting you know her to be that good so i can totally see her as a theater person she was she was very good yeah and um i mean i think i like that she stays low key right like just stay low key and she doesn't care i love her <laughs> sharmila tagore in mossam oh my god she was so pretty first external beauty yeah. amazing her eyes her expressions her comic timing her she was so funny her character was so funny in uh, mossam uh, and she's able to play both of those exactly one is this innocent girl from the village from the mountains and then the other role that she plays is this girl who's maybe barely 20 but she's she's forced into this world of prostitution and she's just living it and oh my god just the transformation they're not doing much to show that she's a prostitute or something but it just in the way she speaks a body language everything just changes and she's amazing they don't need makeup or any extra effects you know to just transform yeah i mean her language she she didn't feel awkward at all is what i liked. like like yes. you know there are a lot of people who've played prostitute in hindi movies and sharma to go for some reason in this movie just felt like she was owning it she was just there and she was talking and she was just like 
you know you were totally buying that yes this is who this person is and even the first part of the movie where she's playing this village belle mm. i love the comedy i love <laughs> how she eye rolls so like sanjeev kumar is supposed to be like a doctor who's come to do some form of further studies or internship or something in uh, darjeeling and she is like a local um, yeah somebody who, well, he's like somebody who does natural natural medicine or something like that and she is his daughter so she's picked up some things on from her and so there is uh, you know sanjeev kumar falls down and like kind of breaks his leg so he needs uh, this walking stick which shamla tagore's husband gives it to him and he doesn't have the money to give him at that time so he's like i'll pay you back later or i'll bring the stick back and then he doesn't come for 3 days <laughs> shamla tagore character does not forget that stick and i was like oh my god i would be that person because i can totally like i have I have no problem if I've given it to somebody for charity. I'll be like, okay, fine, like keep it. But if somebody says I will pay you back or I will bring this back, and if they don't bring it back, <laughs> I'm like, same here. I feel the exact same way with books, or if it is a Tupperware, or if it's anything. Like I feel the same way. I'm like, if you say you're bringing it back, bring it back. Yeah, or say that I'm gonna keep yeah. it. Like just be real about it. Like I need closure. I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly i'm like so actually in terms of tupperware i have kind of like started saying just keep it so that i stop expecting the person to give it back to me i just like i'm like you know uh, i usually give food and stuff to my friends and stuff in like you know the boxes you get from takeouts so i'm like here now take this and now you keep this <laughs> now you do not have to return this to me i'm at peace now <laughs> yeah i don't even like expect anything in return then right like yeah here you go now like forget it and even in terms of money like if i'm giving it to somebody and then they're like okay i'll return it to you tomorrow or i'll i'm like okay fine like give me a timeline and then return it but if they don't return it and then i'm like what happened to my money it doesn't matter if it's a dollar or if it is 100 dollars yeah no no it's about the matter of what you said like or say or like just tell me that you won't be giving it to me for like 5 years so i know that i won't be getting it for 5 years so i could like relate to shamila's character and her plight she's like chadi le gaya ek to chadi le gaya it's like i feel you i want her to return i want him to return your bloody chadi back to you so this is what right i love these small things in the character so the the story completely didn't feel like a sob sad drama and even shamila tagore as a prostitute right it's not like sad melodrama like you were saying you know she is a woman who's come to terms with the fact that okay now this is my life and you know i'll just make the best out, out of it and yeah and then like last uh, but not the least Suchitra so Sen and Andi, when uh, Sanjeev Kumar is like, you know, mad at her for pursuing her career, and then he comes back home and he's like, "Idhar aao, sunai ni de ra, idhar aao, like come here, I'm calling you." So then she replies back to him, "Why don't you come yeah. here?" I love that sass, yeah. That would be me. <laughs> when someone keeps telling me, "Come here, come here," I'm like, "You come here." <laughs> Why should I come there? And the more, like the more, uh, uh, like the more somebody would shout, the strictly they would say, I will like refuse to move from my place even more. 
I'm like, I am not moving from here. But, you know, they always show her like how they will show like Indian women to be little submissively trying to get her way. And, you know, like she never really has a showdown. Maybe and that's fine because you don't have to like shout and get your way. So she's somebody who does not like confront him in a very like loud or in a fighting kind of a scene. But, you know, she says what she has to say and then they part in different uh, ways. But but I like that she would like stand her ground. And, and like Sanjeev Kumar's character in Andi is like, a total asshole like yeah I mean what the F <laughs> it takes so much guts for Sanjeev Kumar to play you know such a role back then yeah yeah I mean of course just in these three movies he's played like uh, completely different people and again going back to how you said like how Gulzar goes from past to present I like in how all of these movies you know he shows you can also see the growth of the characters, right? Like how in Mossam as well as here or and as well as in Koshish, Sanjeev Kumar and the respective actresses are like shown to be younger. So they're a little more uh, jovial and a little more bubbly for the lack of a better word. But as they grow older, you know, they, they're still, they haven't lost their wit or their humor, but they're like kind of mellowed down and you can see that they understand life a little more which in a way is kind of a cliche way of storytelling like yeah if you're younger you're happy and if you're older you're sadder which is not the case okay so we spoke about his direction dialogue scenes sound characters and women one just the last thing i want to mention is like the diction of sanjeev kumar when he's speaking english in all of these movies oh my god such beautiful effortless English right it feels like he just walks into a set and he's just talking <laughs> you know like his exactly. acting and his yeah. English so classy oh my god I know that he was madly in love with Hema Mali I wish she, she had gotten married to him you know he was such a classy guy <laughs> He just seems like a classy guy. And with such an endearing smile. Yeah, absolutely. My gosh, yeah. I, I actually feel like in 70s and like early, like w- before 80s, before the Govindas and the Mithuns and everybody else who came in, because I don't know what happened when those people, and I'm not saying that because you speak English, you're smarter or anything. I'm just talking about, I get, I mean, I'm amazed with Gulzar because he speaks amazing Urdu and amazing Bengali and amazing all of that. So I'm a fan of anybody who can speak a language in complete, like a perfect pitch tone, like narration. Like, you know, they don't have any, there's no hiccup while talking. Like I can't even properly construct a sentence in any language. (laughs) I can't like. Because we mix languages. But I'm amazed at people who don't mix languages, who don't mix two languages, you know. If they talk in English, they just talk in English. If they talk in Hindi, they just talk in Hindi and not like use English words. Exactly. But even, okay, even if, you know, there are hundreds and millions of people who can speak English properly. But there's something about when people speak it in a perfect diction, where you feel like it's not an accent it's not a british accent it's not an american accent it's just a diction it's like saying the words the way they're supposed to be without sounding it effort like if i were to start pronunciation (laughs) pronounce what forget (laughs) cut this clearly i can't even pronounce the word i couldn't even say romanticizing (laughs) yeah i I, what was the other thing i was trying to say i was trying to say optimistically melancholic or something but i think you got it right (laughs) You have to, like, we have to stop at every consonant. And then you have to, like, consciously make an effort to pronounce it right using all the syllables and everything. But with Sanjeev exactly. Kumar, yeah, you should watch all all these movies and you'll know what we are talking about when you watch him in action. He's amazing. I was just telling Tanvi that if he was alive now at this time, I was telling her that Vicky Kaushal and Rajkumar Rao, you know, they'll be out of work. <laughs> because this 
guy was effortless back then when they didn't know how to be effortlessly acting i think the only last thing we left to talk about is songs because we can't like let go of songs in a gulzar series because <laughs> that is because it's so obvious i mean it's amazing everyone knows that you know i mean yeah of course the songs are amazing but i felt like the choreography again something similar on the lines of when we spoke about uh, vakt or guide where the choreography is just the two people in a park i know it's a cliche running around trees but you're not running around trees yeah exactly they're not running around trees they're just they're just professing love to each other and i felt like i was actually looking at uh, sanjeev kumar doing it and i'm like he's just doing it like it's it doesn't seem awkward and it's completely believable like you're looking at him he's walking down the mountain and like singing to suchitra sen and i'm like yeah i believe that this guy is really singing <laughs> It's totally fine with me. So yeah, I mean, I really, I, I admire the simplicity of choreography and just being able to serenade your lover, whether you know a woman is doing it or a man is doing it. And yeah, so I really like that. Yeah. So yeah, but then leaders to say all the songs are beautiful in all of the movies and the uh, music in Mausam is by Madan Mohan and Koshish as well is by Madan Mohan and in Andhi is by R D Burman. But they all are amazing. Uh, Gulzar did say once that you know two people who he felt were like his anchors in his career were Sanjeev Kumar and R D Burman, because he felt like he could just fly free with them. Like they kind of gave him wings to do whatever you know he wanted to do. So uh, and of course his like Gulzar's career has been so big. Like now he feels the same way about A R Rahman. Back then he worked with S D Burman and then R D Burman and. you know he's worked with so many people so but that's what he said and once uh, in his interview somebody asked him which is his favorite character and he said rekha in nasir in ijaz and i was like oh my god <laughs> yes and uh, also recently somebody asked his daughter which of his father's characters or movies he liked and she also said rekha and i feel i was like oh my god like i'm like validated if they these two think the same because all of his other movies are equally good okay. yeah so guys um this is our episode on gulzar he is a director if you didn't catch it so far <laughs> and he you could you should catch his movies he's done uh, 20 or 22 odd movies and all these three movies are on youtube yes and if you do end up watching them or if you have seen them please let us know what you think we would love to hear your thoughts and you can catch us on instagram at moviewala podcast and on twitter at moviewala pod hope you all are having a wonderful summer because we are we will see you guys soon bye bye